0: Hey, what's up, friends? This is Brett, your host for today's bonus episode of the Rethinking Youth Ministry podcast. We're going to be talking about the winter 2018 XP3 middle school and high school curriculum release. So if you're using XP3 or if you're not using XP3, we would love for you to pull up a chair. We're just straight going to nerd out about what's going on, what's coming up, what we've developed for this, because we're super excited about this. And even if you're not using XP3, you can learn more. Try XP3free.com. It's gonna be in the show notes too. And maybe you'll just get some ideas for what you're doing or what you wanna do in your context. So we're all employees of Orange, which you've probably figured out at some point. uh, And we all work with XP3 students. So I'm Brett, I'm your host and I'm joined with Charlie. And Charlie and I are both orange specialists.
1: And Brett, what does it mean to be an orange specialist? That we can peel an orange faster than anyone else?
0: <laughs> well, it's it's that when when someone hands an orange, <laughs> mm-hmm. all I just a a, a smell of the rind. And you can tell how yeah, fresh it is? <laughs> I can tell you the freshness. I can tell the pH balance of the soil all those amazing things, and I'm just kidding, obviously. So as Orange Specialists, we are here to help people take this Orange Strategy, this, all this stuff that we talk about, partnering with parents, leading small, and, and when it comes to specifically the XP3 curriculum and everything like that, and figure out, how do you make this work in Davenport, Iowa? Or yes. in Avon, Indiana. Shout out to my hometown.
1: <laughs> or in the dairy farms of Minnesota, where I have an awesome partner, partner named Dave.
0: What up, Dave?
1: Yeah, who milks cows in the morning and leads students in the evening.
0: There we go. So Charlie and I are hanging out today. We also have Ashley and we have Crystal with us. What's up, Ashley?
2: Hey.
1: So
0: what's your role with XP3?
2: Well, um, besides breakout and song pretty often <laughs> in every meeting, um, I'm on the middle school team.
0: Very cool. And Crystal, what's up, Crystal? Hello. What in the world do you do around this place?
3: <laughs> Coffee consumption.
0: Coffee consumption. <laughs> True statement. <laughs> Specialist.
3: And I work on the high school team.
0: Very cool. Awesome. So, we're going to be talking about this season of winter curriculum that just got released. So, what does the season mean for us at XP3?
2: 12 weeks of content so
0: 12 weeks of content how often do we throw this out quarterly quarterly I
2: feel like we're having a test and I, have, I love tests okay. I'm a three on the all Instagram. all right
0: so pop quiz okay <laughs> oh so how many weeks out of the year
2: 52 Forty 48. 48 oh you mean curriculum I got the right answer and I'm a three two.
0: <laughs> so we release 48 48 weeks of content a year how often do we release it
2: Quarterly. Which means? Four times a year.
0: Four times a year. And how many weeks do you get? Twelve. How many series are usually involved in that? Four. There we go.
2: Wow. All that right. was, he was really impressive. He was pointing his finger at
0: me the whole that time, people. That
2: was so intense.
0: <laughs> I was. Crystal and,
2: got a pass because she got the first question. That's right.
0: I'm and out. For, and for all of that, how many XP3 curriculums actually get released with all of that? Two. Two. What do you mean?
3: I mean, there's a middle school and a high school curriculum, and yeah. they're different.
0: Yeah. So for years- There was just XP3 students, right? This is true. And then a few years back, we were like, you know what? Middle school kids are pretty cool. We should do something specifically for them. So we're going to be talking about not just the high school stuff that gets released, but we're going to be talking about the middle school stuff. And hopefully this gives you an idea, if you are a partner, what to look forward to, what you could be downloading right now as you're listening to this. Or if you're not a partner... What you have to look forward to.
3: And hey, if you're not a partner, I think it would probably still be worth it to sit and listen to this podcast because if you and I were sitting across the table from each other at coffee, we would probably be talking about, hey, what's working for you and what are you doing and what are you teaching? And we would get ideas from each other. And and I think this could be that for you. So by all means, feel free to borrow our ideas yeah. and um, steal them. Just don't sell them. Okay, cool.
1: Well, <laughs> The thing is, just writing curriculum is awesome, but what about the cool things that we do, like the U Version Bible app devotions? Yeah, I've been working through some of those with my small group kids right now. Hello, way fun, easy to use, always on my phone, love it. I do love the U Version devotions. It's so
3: good. Like I, I like writing, but. I think if I were still in youth ministry, like at a church, I would probably still write my own sermons and subscribe to a curriculum so that I could have somebody (laughs) else like write the emails and write the devotions and and do all my tweets and do all my Instagram
0: posts. Right, because
1: full disclosure, I really kind of stink at using the computer and I have no idea (laughs) how to make, I know it's true. Um, Brett and I have tutorials all the time, but I don't know how to make an awesome Instagram video. And we make those. And so the best thing I've ever done in my ministry is have an Instagram account because every kid DMs me through my Instagram. It's the best way to advertise what I'm going to to do. And y'all, XP3 makes these killer videos for that and my Snapchat.
0: Yeah. So we could spend the next 45 minutes talking about all the different components and elements we do in XP3. The show notes is going to be gold for stuff like that. So make sure you check out the show notes if you're not a partner, or even if you are and you're like, wait a minute, what? There, there's what videos? They do that? So the show notes, we're gonna have all sorts of links where you can check out all sort of those kind of pieces. So today we're gonna be spending some time kind of hitting some big picture pieces of each of the series that are in this season. So Crystal, let's get started with high school. So what is gonna be the first series for high school for winter?
3: Oh, I love this series. So one of the things that happens that's kind of magical for high schoolers that either actually happens or sadly doesn't happen Mm. in high school is a kid's faith becomes their own. Like often they'll come into high school with something their parents told them to believe, something grandparents told them to believe, or they just go with whatever their youth pastor says to believe. And at some point they have to make that transition from a faith that belongs to somebody else to a faith that is mine. And whatever they would call mine is what they take with them yep. when they leave high school. So this series is called Mine, and it's five things God uses to grow a faith of your own. So we talk about things like relationships with other people. We talk about things like circumstances that maybe you didn't expect that God can use to grow your faith. Obviously, we talk about some spiritual habits. And then the last week, I think, is one of my favorites. We talk about doubt and mm. how doubt is not a bad thing, silent doubt is, but vocalized doubt is something God could use to grow your faith and make it more your own. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so excited about Very that. Very cool.
0: So would you guys talk about something like this differently to a 17-year-old than you would a 12-year-old? Of course. Oh, for sure. Okay, so I know that that's always one of the challenges that I felt in youth ministry is that I had a lot of combined youth ministry in in my experience. And it was really hard talking to a sixth grader and talking to a twelfth grader about mm-hmm. one of these things. And that's one of the reasons that we decided, hey, you know what, we need to develop a high school specific curriculum and a middle school specific curriculum. And so, Ashley, tell us more about how kind of the middle school and the high school stuff kind of plays together and right. some of the ways that it's specific.
2: Yeah, so we took the same idea of what does it look like to grow at- in our faith or go deeper in our faith. In um, the middle school series here is a five-week series called Deep, where we're talking about similar things that Crystal mentioned, mm-hmm. except we're talking about them at a developmentally appropriate level for middle school. Yeah. So what does it actually look like to grow deeper in your faith and choose to take steps closer to a relationship with Christ so that you can
3: develop an authentic faith of yeah. your own? Um, And your graphics are super fun for this one.
2: Thank you so much. Okay, I'm really proud of these because it was based off a story my friend Adam told me, um, who's a youth pastor up in Maryland. And he was talking about a story where him and his wife went on their honeymoon and they were going scuba diving and, but she was too afraid. So she stayed on the surface on her like floaty inner tube and like a snorkeler and just watched the coral <laughs> reef from the top of the surface with her and dive suit on yeah. and everything. And then he went all the way down into like the coral reef and then they were exchanging stories and the, the stories that they exchanged were so different yeah. because he chose to go deeper yeah. and see it up close and experience it. Where she had to experience it from further away. I love that. I do too. That Wild. was our inspiration behind her art.
0: Wild. <laughs> All right, so I want to get practical real quick. So Charlie, what what should groups that are listening that for whatever reason, there's a lot of reasons that maybe people can't totally. split into middle school and high school, or at least they can't do it right now. What are some things that you would recommend them to think about when it comes to all of this?
1: Yeah. I think if you're a youth group and you have a combined group of middle school and high school students, I would really start with the high school XP3, but add in some really great middle school teaching elements and some props maybe for your middle school students yeah. that can reach them where they are and still continue to reach your high school students. Yeah. You just don't want your high school students to check out. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to make sure we have enough content for them as well.
0: Absolutely. And there are teaching videos that come along with this that create some awesome opportunities. If you're the only teacher, you can still kind of yeah. manage two different environments, and you take advantage of the teaching videos. So we actually did an episode where we jump in depth. It's actually episode 28. It's called, Should Middle School and High School Be Separate or Combined? So if you, if, if that's you and you're trying to figure out, okay, could XB3 work for me, mm-hmm. but I've got this or I've got that, then this could be a really helpful episode if you haven't listened to it.
3: Oh, hey, can I tell you one fun thing that we did yes. a little bit differently this season? So our, our both of our curriculums are designed completely separately, but our offices are next door to each other. So <laughs> f- when we were designing the set designs this season, we, we brought both teams together because a lot of our partners have one space. They might oh. have two s- services for yeah. right. one space. Well, if you have to build a set, take it down, build it take <laughs> it again, down every week, that's miserable. So our set designs are meant to go together. So there might be a, a high school set that you then hang a new middle school sign over and Ooh. it looks like a middle school set. I love that. Or everything for one series is, is done with things hanging from the ceiling that you just unclip for middle school and clip something new in for high school and you're ready to go. But the goal was to make that easier for one.
0: All I can think of right now is that GIF where that guy's nodding and he's pointing at his head, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, way <laughs> to think, guys. Gifts
2: are Brett's spiritual voice. They, they
0: really are, which makes that's podcasting true. challenging sometimes because it's not a great medium for gifts. But anyway, we'll move on. All right, so mine and deep. So that's going to be the first series. What comes after that?
3: So um recently we started doing something a little bit different. Most of our series... Go together as one cohesive series, mm-hmm. but we also developed for this year a collection of standalone talks because there are some topics that are like really important to talk about. Right. You don't want to talk about them for three weeks. <laughs> no. Right? right. Suicide yeah. and self harm. No, thank you. No. I don't want to talk about it for three weeks, but I should talk about yes. it sometime. So for high school, our collection of standalone talks is called, I have questions. Yeah. And each each time we release one, it's a new question. And so one of the first ones this season came from something one of my high schoolers asked me very, uh, very boldly. She said, "Will following Jesus just make me unhappy, hmm. which sounds like mm. such a no brainer for, for all of us church kids. Like, no, obviously, but that's a very real question for high schoolers. Hmm. And in fact, while we're talking about it, this is one of the, the things that I didn't expect to happen with curriculum. Is that we expected when we had a middle school curriculum started that that things would get better for middle schoolers, but everything had already kind of been geared toward high school. That actually wasn't as true as I thought it was. Hmm. Mm. It's actually improved our high school content a lot because we can focus older. We're not focusing on the middle yeah. or the ninth and tenth grader anymore, so we can dive into some things that maybe an eleventh grader is bold enough to ask, a ninth grader is not. Right. right. And one of those is, hey, is following Jesus gonna make me less me? Or is following Jesus gonna make me boring? Or is following Jesus just mean I have to be unhappy, but I'll be holy? Like, yeah. those, are so real real. Right? Yeah. those are real yeah. questions, right? Those are real questions. And those are the things I'm walking through with some 11th grade girls right now. Um, spoiler alert we tell them, no, following Jesus won't ruin your life. Um, but I think it's such an important talk. And we talk about John 10, 10, and how Jesus said, I came to give you life to the full and what that means and how sometimes that may mean you're unhappy in the moment, but overall your life is better, fuller, more abundant, yada, yeah. yada. But I'm really excited about that talk.
0: Very cool. So what... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. There's
3: one more, Brett. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> so we actually have two, two, I have questions talks this season. The other one is, is my phone good or bad? Which sounds again, like such an obvious question, like, right. Shade. It seems like such an obvious question, right? Like what ninth grader is going to say, Oh, is my phone good or bad? No, it's good. Right. Right. That's what we assume. But actually in the process of writing this talk on cell phones, we surveyed some teenagers from around the country. We got about five different states, all high school students, guys, girls, different scenarios and said, hey, if you're a youth pastor, stood on stage and said, we're talking about cell phones, what would you think? And almost all of them said, please don't tell me I'm addicted. I already know that. I just don't know what to do about it. And neither does anybody else. Wow. <clears throat> and we were like, oh, you already know you're addicted? Okay. So we're just gonna delete that intro and <laughs> start with something else. So we came at it from the angle of of hey, like phones, we know they're a good part of our lives. We know they're not going away, but we also all know our tendency to be a little bit addicted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For it to create some anxiety in our lives. The question is What do we do with it? And we spend some time looking at what Paul said when he said, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial and figuring out the difference between something being good and it being good for me right now. So that one is really fun. I like that one too.
0: Awesome. So what does that look like in middle school, Ash?
2: Yeah. So our standalone series that's kind of spanning this whole one-year scope is called Trending. And the reason we chose to call it Trending was not because middle schoolers aren't asking questions, but when it comes to topics like depression and suicide and and heavier topics like this, middle schoolers don't often know how to talk about it. And they don't necessarily know how to form questions around Mm -hmm. it, but they see that it's coming up everywhere, that people are talking about. They're seeing it on social media. They're seeing it on TV. And so we kind of wanted to approach it rather than from a a question stance, more of, hey, we know that you're hearing about this a lot, so we want to talk about it so you know how to talk about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And we decided actually to cover a few different things in, in this specific season for middle school, not that... Uh, middle schoolers don't need to know if Jesus makes them boring or if they're actually they're unaware that they're addicted to their phones. <laughs> <laughs> they might be aware in high school, but uh, we actually decided to tackle the topic of bullying, which is oh my something gosh, so important. So important. We're asked all the time by partners, by parents, if we mm-hmm. have resources when it comes to um, the topic of bullying, because as statistics are showing, one in three or one in four students report being bullied or it, you know, observe bullying wow. happening, um, and so in the we we wrote these two standalone messages. They're both on the topic of bullying, but they're standalone, so they're two separate ones. The first one specifically talks about what is bullying, so everybody understands what does it what does it mean, what does it look like, what are all the different ways this can transpire. Um, and then who are the people that are involved or, you know, there's the bully, the bystander, the person being bullied and the adult in the equation. And how, how, what responsibility do each of those people have in different scenarios? And we really are in, even down to the, the small group guide, trying to give our middle school students skills mm. on what to do in different scenarios and situations. Trying to get them to understand that, like, when you talk to an adult about something you observe, like bullying that's happening, you're not like telling on someone, you're standing up yeah. for your mm-hmm. right not to be bullied that way. And we kind of lean into the whole um, that we are God's masterpiece. And if we really believe that about ourselves and about everybody else, you would never hurt or damage yeah. or touch a masterpiece. Um, and we That's kind of use that. such a good yeah.
1: message. Goodness. I think eight out of 10 conversations I have with middle school students revolves around some sort of bullying. Mm -hmm. And I think this is going to be life changing for a lot of our youth pastors to actually speak into this and talk to the middle school students about it and to equip a small group
2: leader how to talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, we use the Mona Lisa as the idea of a masterpiece just because we're trying to think of a piece of art that middle schoolers might recognize. And obviously we have to explain what it is, but just like, if I start destroying this picture of the Mona Lisa, like what what does that do in you? Because you you don't really you know know it, but you you know that there's value in it, right. and so we kind of use that to make it more tangible and and connect the truth to something concrete in front of them. Um, and then the second week of of bullying in this trending series is really about the topic of connection or disconnection. Hmm. It was actually inspired by this school teacher who. Um, really was trying to be proactive about bullying in her classroom. And um, it was just so inspiring how she was trying to look, be proactive about looking for students who were disconnected, students who weren't getting noticed for things that they were doing, or students who weren't getting chosen by friends or looped into groups and figuring out how can I help this child connect to someone or something? Hmm. Because the whole idea that outward violence typically starts as inward loneliness hmm. and and how can we as youth ministries look for disconnected students help them get connected in an effort to help prevent bullying that's Gosh. so real i can in my
1: head i'm already seeing some faces who are always sitting out when everybody else is doing
2: right. stuff
3: mm-hmm. yeah man outward violence is connected to inward loneliness i feel like that's tweetable somebody yeah. tweet that it's <laughs> really good Hey, can I just answer a question that I think I would be asking as a listener when I hear you talk about the bullying series, I'm like, man, that sounds so good. Why isn't that a thing for high school? I mean, high school still has bullying. that's still re- a very real thing that happens. That was actually something we debated on our team a lot. Right. and what we the the conclusion we came to was that high school bullying still exists. It just looks different. It's much Mm -hmm. more nuanced. It's Mm. less overt. And the older a kid gets, the less likely they are to call it or to recognize it as bullying. Interesting. A ninth grader might, but once you get into 10th or 11th grade, they just call it somebody being a jerk or somebody (laughs) joking or somebody being mean, but they, they aren't as likely to call it bullying. So it also shows up in our curriculum, but it will not be as overt or as noticeable as a series. Yep.
0: So can I ask a question that might be helpful for the listeners when you say we in that situation? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the way that middle school stuff, the high school stuff gets developed, is that like Ashley locks herself in a room and she comes <laughs> up with, she writes all the series. Only if Crystal, she's in a dark place. Crystal goes to Starbucks and spends the Crystal's week there Crystal's in the room next to me and we stuff. do
3: knocks.
2: Like we knock
0: yeah. to <laughs> code
1: back and forth. More code yeah.
2: back and forth. So
0: when we say we as an XP3 team, there are multiple of us that are on that XP3 team. But when we say we as far as. Who all speaks into these series that get developed? Talk a little bit about what that looks like.
3: Well, when we say we as an XP3 team, it's definitely not just me and Ashley. (laughs) Right. Um, We have the privilege to be on those teams, but we sit alongside, between full-time staff and contractors, about 40 other people. Yeah, Is that Right. About 40 people who work on each series. And we meet together, both middle school and high school, and talk about our direction, where it makes sense for us to be a little more similar, where it makes sense for us to diverge developmentally. And then once we sort of have our marching orders for what the next quarter of content is going to look like, then we go meet with our specialist teams, yeah. like our middle school expert teams and high school expert teams to develop content separately so that it doesn't lean toward the middle of the way I think. Yep content can if you develop everything at the same time.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think also with the 40 people working on each of these series, 40-ish, I should say, um, it's really neat because they all come from different contexts, different denominations. So many lenses. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, rural context, urban context, and, and together we figure out where is the middle line truth here because we write for over 70 different denominations. So if you're listening and you're like, well, they don't go far enough into this one part for my denomination. Like we give you editable files for that reason. And we would love for you to insert what your denomination believes about that. But one thing that I, one one conversation I constantly have is the middle school curriculum isn't just a watered down version of right. high school. So I love what Crystal just said mm-hmm. as we sit and we talk about what does this quarter of curriculum look like? Wh- where are we going to be aligned? Like, just like, for example, the trending and questions, we decided to go in different directions. But We have teams of people who are middle school experts and high school experts, and it's not just three of us or five of us, it's 40-ish of us, and we figure out how to take a topic and break it down, not water it down
1: for middle school.
3: Love it.
2: Gosh, no wonder
1: when I wrote stuff, when I thought I didn't need curriculum as a youth pastor, it was just mediocre, because
3: it was just (laughs) me. Yeah. Well, honestly, that's something that this team of people really helps me with, because if I'm writing it by myself, and I did for a church for a while... I wrote about what I wanted to write about, and I wrote from the perspective of me. And so I cannot tell you the times we sit around this table and have arguments about well, maybe you think of it that way, but I don't think, or from my background, I wouldn't have said that as a kid, mm-hmm. or I work with this group of teenagers and they don't buy that. Right. Like, yeah. Those conversations make us better and they're really helpful. They are.
0: Awesome. And one of the things I love about the trending and the I have questions series is this is actually going through the year. So if, mm-hmm. if you are a partner and you use fall, you would have seen this in the fall season, under some different questions with some different topics that they're talking about. So yeah, I think there's fall also questions
3: just for people who maybe didn't know were race and self harm. Yeah, you know, really light,
0: just easy just topics, easy,
3: easy topics
0: <laughs> just to breeze right through. Whew! But again, conversations we should be having, but a month long series on some of those things just don't just don't make sense. It's just not gonna a
3: month long series be on those things could make you start having issues it, with it. That's those
0: true. Things. It absolutely could. <laughs> So when, we, when you hear about the spring and the summer content that's going to be coming out, there are going to be new versions of... So if you see, like, I have questions that's for spring, don't be like, they're just doing the same thing again. There's going to be new questions. There's going to be new trending topics that they're going to be talking about for those. Okay. Moving on? Yep. All right. So what's next for high school?
3: Christmas break. Christmas! Woo! That's hey. right. Pause. Case-
0: Time out. Favorite Christmas movie?
3: Love Actually. Mm. You really? Did you just grimace?
1: Is that a, I,
0: is that a Christmas movie yes! or a movie that happens during Christmas? No.
1: Oh, all of the other I think that, it, it that be is different. Whatever she wants it to that, be.
0: That's true. Charlie, it's Thank yours. Thank you. Congratulations, Elf. Ashley. Elf, classic.
2: Oh, I have a runner up, though, I'd like to say. Well, okay. Miracle on 34th Street with the Matilda girl.
0: Okay, so oh, the newer one? The newer yeah. One. The reboot? Yeah. Okay.
3: I like the actual Christmas movie. Like, you'll shoot your eye out. That one. That's mine. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the best one. A a Christmas story. We
3: need a
1: leg lamp.
0: We, had, we do need a leg lamp. Oh,
1: that's not the lampoons. The Christmas story no, Christmas is the, vacation the is,
0: is.
3: the bunny suit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: The best. So what's going on for the high school Christmas series?
3: Okay. So the high school Christmas series, we laughed at ourselves the whole time we were writing it because it's called Christmas Break, and it's about some of the brokenness we <laughs> feel at Christmas, which doesn't sound like all jingle bells and like...
0: Just like the leg lamp in a Christmas story. It's a Hashtag little broken. bit like
3: that. But what we realize is for a lot of high schoolers, Christmas can be really, really tough Mm. because eventually when a kid is growing up, they begin to notice sort of the cracks in the paint at their Mm. house. They start to notice that mom and dad aren't flawless. They aren't superheroes. And some of that brokenness comes out at Christmas just because they're there and they're Together so much, and they're bored, and they're paying attention, and and they start to realize that like money is a real thing around the holidays, and there's a lot about Christmas that makes it feel like this isn't how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and so we talk about that in the Christmas series in as jolly a way we can. <laughs> <laughs> but we talk a lot about glory to God in the highest, and what that means, and why God's deserving of glory in all situations, but also what it says about God's character that the angel declares peace and goodwill yeah. toward men. And in fact, that's our memory verse over the holidays so that students can remember that God is with them and God is for them, even in tough times.
2: Love that. So for middle school, our Christmas series is called Joy to the World because, of course, anytime you can like work in the name of a song, you <laughs> do. And week one, we went in a similar direction as high school where we talked about just that Christmas doesn't always yeah. seem all that the joyful, yeah. although you're you're kind of expected to believe it should be joyful. So like your expectations and reality don't always meet. Yep. Um, and, and the bumper specifically for this series, um, we're trying to get students to To see the world as bigger and like what does joy actually look like, mm. um, and so we kind of played on the word world, where this bumper kind of takes a plane from continent to continent, and you kind of get a glimpse of what does Christmas look like Ooh, in all that. of these places. Like what does joy to the world actually look like?
0: Very cool. And for those of you that aren't familiar with bumpers, so a bumper video is essentially like. A, a 60 second, almost like intro to the teaching time.
1: It is the best thing ever. <laughs> it's
0: such a helpful transition. Oh so gosh. after worship or after a game, you play this bumper, it intros the teaching, it so intros good. the idea of what we're talking about, and then you can jump right in. Sorry, Ash.
2: No, that's good. And so uh, as Crystal was saying, like week one is no matter what's going on in your life, you can choose joy because of Jesus, because of who he yeah. is and what he did for you. And then week two, we jump into, you know, this is, a phase specific reason, but we jumped into King Herod's character in the mm. Christmas story and how King Herod tried to make himself the center of the Christmas story, which we're all guilty of. Yeah. Right. And and what that meant was he he wiped out an entire generation of boys. Right when he tried to make himself the center. And and the reason we went in that direction for middle school is because middle schoolers are very much focused on themselves, which they should be in that phase, which is sometimes hard for people to hear because they need to figure out who they are, who they want to be, who their friends are going to be. So they should be self-focused. But when it comes to Christmas... If you put yourself in the center of the story rather than Jesus, oftentimes that leads to anything but joy. Mm. Right? And so when you if you really want to experience joy and joy in the world, that's when you put Jesus in the center of the Christmas story. So that's what our middle school Christmas series is about. Very cool. At Christmas time, one of my favorite
1: things to do is on Instagram, all my middle school friends post everything they got for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this series could not be any better, right? To be pointing them away from themselves and all that they have. Have y'all never seen
2: that? The the piles of tennis shoes and new clothes and... Trust me, I'm like looking at it like trying to stay hip. I'm like, (laughs) Like, what do I need to get after this Christmas? (laughs)
0: So a little clarifier, if you're not familiar with how our schedule works. So we do have a a suggested teaching schedule that you can take these series and you can use them whenever you want to, but with how they get released and how they work. So our winter series, if it's helpful, that would set to be used on our suggested schedule, November, December, and January. So you
3: know what? If you want to teach Christmas in March, go for it. Let the spirit lead you. Yeah. Yeah. They could use joy all year long. Yeah. (laughs) It's no and, fr- and their family's still broken, it's fine. <laughs> but, but
2: But for real, if you're listening, you don't have to follow our scope and cycle. Right. It's just a suggested one if you don't want to put the time in to thinking about that. You We've thought about it for you. Yeah,
0: in our conversations, we have some people that are like, Oh my gosh, I love it. You do all the work for me. I just get to show up and make things work and it's awesome. And we have some people that are like, you know what, we kinda have quirky scheduling, so we don't really follow it. That's great. Whatever we create what we create to make you the best at what you're doing so however that works however that fits
3: however one hack i will i will say for people is use whatever schedule you want but maybe try to stay within the same calendar year. And the reason is, I was talking to somebody this week who was like, I'm using this series from 2013 and the oh playlist no. just kind of dated. And I'm like, yeah, yep. no kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the playlist, you're right. Like, Party in the USA is done. <gasps> I love <laughs> no. that song still. I love that easy, song. Super <laughs> there, ladies. 15.
0: Which is, which is another reason why we release things quarterly, is that we yeah. want the content, we want from the playlist to the graphics to be as fresh as possible for for where you are in your context.
1: And if you don't know what the playlist is, we create an amazing XP3 playlist on Spotify that gives you all the latest music. And I don't know about you all, but I don't always know what's the hippest okay
3: and listen because i love miley cyrus so i don't know (laughs) i'll listen i'm not know listen is no shade being thrown at you (laughs) but okay (laughs) but there are some other songs that are a little more current and someone on our staff does what i think might be the best ministry (laughs) of our team which is they go through all the songs And cut out any songs that have curse words or sexual innuendo. So it's a whole playlist of songs. I just heard a sigh
1: happening around the world. (laughs) Everyone listening to this.
3: Secular, but won't get you fired. And here's a (laughs) hack. They're free on Spotify, even if you don't subscribe to our stuff. So just search for XP3. You can use them.
0: There we go. Again, check out the show notes. There's going to be a lot of this kind of information down there. Okay. So we're down to the last series. It's the new year. It's 2019. What's going on in XP3 world?
3: Let it go, let it go. I'm so proud of you. Are you? Yes.
0: Is that the first time you've sung on the podcast? It might be. (laughs) It might
3: be. But, well, aside from being winter, the reason I think about letting it go is our first series is all about forgiveness. All right. And letting stuff go. And I love this one. I'm so excited about it. The The first week we talk about the more you hold on to a grudge, the more it holds on to you. And if you're not familiar with how our teaching works, basically you can rewrite the sermon entirely as you want to, yep. or you can use it verbatim, but we give you some hacks and some tips and something called an interactive to make your teaching better. And for this one, we use a, uh, a, like one of those party favors, like a finger trap, you know, you put your finger yeah. in like oh. each side of it yeah. Chinese and the finger more trap. you try, yeah. the more you try to pull yourself loose, the more it holds on, yeah. which makes a really good teaching tool. Also, if you could, when you're teaching, maybe not call those Chinese handcuffs, cause that's a little racially offensive. Sorry that about would that. be great.
0: Lesson learned. Wait, did you just say I, that? I totally said Chinese finger. Oh my gosh, I'm really sorry. Yeah, no, you're I mean, fine. You say no, it. call me out. Absolutely.
3: Oh, I, I, really did not hear you say no. that. I was just giving people a heads up about no, when I searched for them online. I, after the I said it, I was like. Out. Probably not something you should say. <laughs> oh my gosh! So well, I'm
0: glad you. It's cool. I I'm just glad, glad you confirmed that. on the
3: podcast. But anyway, moving on. Will you forgive
0: me? I will you forgive me. I said it. Is the
3: more you hold on yeah, to it, totally. the more it holds on to you. There we go. Anyway,
0: and we just practiced.
3: Anyway, week two we talk about how forgiven people forgive and how the power of Christ's forgiveness helps us to forgive others. But week three, I think, is so powerful for high schoolers because by this point. They have tried to forgive somebody, and it didn't work. Hmm. And they say, well, I tried, and I couldn't, and it just keeps coming back up. And so week three is all about the difference between forgiveness and healing mm. and how forgiveness is a decision you make, but healing takes time. Yeah, And you're probably not going to feel better, and we talk about what 70 times 7 really looks like in real life. So I love the title of this, Sorry Not oh, Sorry. I'm so glad I did No, I it. do, yeah.
1: because I feel like that's... I live with a bunch of nineteen year olds and they say that all the time. Sorry, not
3: sorry. Yeah. That's what's our more offensive phrase. than that. And I feel like a lot of high schoolers feel like if someone's not sorry then that it's just okay to not yeah. forgive them. Yeah. So we mm, talk yes. about what do you do when they're sorry and what do you do when they're not sorry.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So what does this look like for middle school, Ash?
3: Our
2: series is called Over It
3: because
2: we've definitely used that phrase, yes. too. Like, they just need to get over it, or I'm so over this, right. you know? Such a good title. And so our our bottom lines look like forgiveness helps you get over it, forgiveness helps you forgive, and forgiveness helps you heal. Hmm. And specifically in this middle school series, um, middle schoolers are just becoming self-aware enough to realize that they need to ask for forgiveness for things because hmm. there's like something that's not great about them or they hurt somebody else's feelings. Like they're able to put themselves in somebody else's shoes and see it from a different perspective. And that's part of brain development, right? Yeah, they can see
3: a third person.
2: Yep, absolutely. And with the onset of all of the emotions that come along with a dynamic where you need to extend forgiveness or accept forgiveness, Mm -hmm. it's really a, a pivotal time for small group leaders and youth pastors to talk to middle schoolers about this topic. And for, for some of you, this might be the the first time a middle schooler understands what it feels like to experience forgiveness Mm. and what it looks like to extend forgiveness. And so these conversations, I mean, we spent a lot of time in these small group guides, like thinking through and imagining the conversations that could happen in these Mm. small circles and helping middle school students understand what it means to be forgiven and why you can use that forgiveness to forgive other people.
3: Okay, so just a question because I'm curious. Do you feel like you guys spent more time on these small group conversations than it? Because we feel that way in the high school team. Mm -hmm. These small group questions took a long time. They really did. (laughs) Because... Well, one, we try to write questions so that nobody's naming the person in the group they're mad at.
2: <laughs> I, we, I think we made that note on every small group that is like we're not talking about people; we're talking about situations.
1: The, the
0: gossip I answers. Think,
2: well, right. you know, there's some eighth grade girl that immediately turns and looks to the girl to her left, like, "Hello, uh-huh. this was for you." Oh, <laughs> that was exactly what we talked about. Over, we like, oh, middle schoolers are going to be like, "So and so did me wrong, so and so did me wrong," and then it's like, okay, do they realize like they also probably
3: did someone wrong? Oh probably man. Not. I- High schoolers are more sly about it. They'll say, when somebody hurt my feelings, <laughs> side eye. <I."
0: laughs> awesome. So that is the XP through high school and middle school winter season. Is there, is there anything else new? coming along this winter.
1: Something that I'm so excited about. Yeah. As someone who's been in a church forever that had Sunday school. Sunday school. I know. Some of our friends are like that. Um, We have something so great, and it's called our expansion pack. Yes. We get to carry on the conversation that maybe you were having in your midweek experience up to Sunday morning, and I'm so excited about this because it just takes a conversation deeper into scripture, and we talk about it through our four lenses of hearing, praying, talking, and living for God, and I am pumped about it.
3: Oh, I can't wait for people to start using these because uh, this past year, I feel like I had so many conversations with youth pastors who said, I have Sunday school and I have to have a different curriculum. And yes. sometimes it says the opposite thing to what my <laughs> Wednesday night thing, which is, Really awkward, or we just let, like, Sister Lois say whatever she wants to say in Sunday Sister school. Sister Lois. Which is a whole situation. Um, so I'm so excited that they're going to be aligned and students are hearing the same yes. thing. Yes. But it's not the same as small group, which is really fun. It's actually designed to be very different from small group. Questions and conversations look different. Because you can't assume in a Sunday school environment that the leader is a small group leader or has a relationship with those kids or it's the same group of kids. But there are some other ways you can use it, too. I don't know if we've talked about this, but I actually started using some of our expansion and pack activities with my own small group while we were at camp as a way to go deeper. So if you have a group of kids who are ready to try something a little further along Mm -hmm. or set up a second meeting a week to do more of like a Bible study, we were using it for that.
0: Yeah. Or we get feedback sometimes of saying, hey, you know what? I I wish you guys would have gone a little bit deeper here in Mm -hmm. the message or would have gone this direction. And the expansion pack can be an awesome tool to just kind of give you some some more resources for Mm -hmm. that teaching time. That's super
3: true. You can pull a whole section of that content into your normal teaching
0: time. Our normal teaching times, middle school, 10 to 15 minutes, high school, about 12 to 17 17 minutes. And so if you're in an environment where, hey, we want to teach 20 minutes in middle school, or you know what? We teach 30 minutes no matter who's in the room, then this is going to give you that extra resources Mm -hmm. that you need in order to build that out.
2: Not only does the expansion pack align with the XP3 curriculum, but it also aligns with our daily student devotionals which are on the U version bible app
0: very cool and so there is actually a blog that we're going to put in the show notes that kind of walks through all that has a sample has a link on where you can buy that so if you want more information on the expansion pack you can check that out ashley is there anything else new happening with xp3 middle school for the Um, winter
2: yes what well last season we did this test run for a new style middle school teaching video and this season of curriculum all of our middle school teaching videos have kind of taken this slant, awesome. where we're approaching it with a more YouTube vlog style teaching video. Yeah. And the reason behind that is because all the research coming out about Gen Z is that 80 to 95% of Gen Z is on YouTube more than yeah. any other social platform that exists, and that they're more enamored with a YouTube nobody yep. than they are a famous celebrity, which is very opposite right. of our... our um, Generation. That's the word. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and we're really excited. Uh, we, we kind of incorporate um, bloopers and jump cuts yeah. into this as a way to kind of redirect and keep a, a middle schooler's attention. Cool. I think it's way more relevant and we are really excited to hear how it plays out in your, yeah. either in your yeah. large group environment, or if you're using it in your small group environment, let us know where we're, you know, tweaking it every time we do it. Cause we're learning in the yep. process. So we want to know what works.
0: Yeah. And there's a blog again, that kind of walks through all that. It gives you a sample of what that looks like. That's going to be there in the show notes too. So that is the winter preview of your 2018 xp3 curriculum and if you're an xp3 partner this is available today so head to the my download section after you log into the orange store if you're not an xp3 partner visit tryxp 3 free.com and you can just take xp3 out for a test drive i promise it's not going to be as painful and annoying like the actual car buying process we're going to make it fun we promise and reach out to charlie or i if you have any questions at all but not car buying questions because those aren't fun questions and we might not be able to help so charlie at thinkorange.com com or brett at thinkorange.com those emails are going to be in the show notes too and we would love to help you figure out what this could look like for you how to understand it where to start implementation all that fun stuff so until next time we'll see you in the facebook group where the real fun is happening every single day And so check out the show notes at rethinkingym.org for all of these links and all the fun stuff we talked about until next time thanks for listening